0: Stay tuned now for the next two hours for Nasholas Ukrainian Roots Radio with me, Pavlina, here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Winnipeg, Manitoba, that was Kalena from their CD Seam, or Seven, which is coincidentally their seventh album release. And uh, that was this, uh, kind of a cross cultural song. Uh, it was called Stesys Komoya Zydeko, a Cajun version of a traditional Ukrainian folk song, My Destiny. I might have been in our job and should dobrý a little bit of 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 tak jak i kožni a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a na bit of a little bit and welcome to Nasholos, Ukrainian Roots Radio, coming to you live from CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavina, and I am delighted to be your host for this first hour. Oksana takes over the mic in the second hour. And right now, we've got a great program lined up for you. We've got a Ukrainian recipe coming up in this hour as well, an interview with Taras Kulish of Hope Worldwide Canada, and he'll be telling us all about... His recent trip to Ukraine uh, with that group, which is helping uh, Ukrainian refugees, internally displaced refugees... Um deal with post-traumatic stress disorder. So stay tuned for all of that. We've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and as mentioned, great Ukrainian music. And coming up now is um, a song that I found on the internet, so I don't know who the artist is because the, sh- the notes didn't show. But I'm going to play it for you because it's um, pretty apropos for some events that are coming up um, all over Canada this summer, that being Ukrainian festivals and, of course, um, dance is always a big part of those festivals so here we are now with a song called kumetcheddavechka buy me some boots
1: ходила боса зродуй, гей, 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 не ходила, боса сороду гей, 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 не ходила боса зроду, роже милий літериці, купи мені різкі, ниці твоя палицького роду не ходила в роду. Стала мило купувати, нічим хаті запалити, ні що дітям і гарити, гей, 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 ні що дітям і варити, гей, 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 ніщо дітям і гарити Голіс милий нагору, зістав кому ти в догу притягає до дому затягає на милу, гей, hey, гей. Hey, hey,
0: with
2: Sylvia Molnar, tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello. From now until September, we'll have the opportunity to pick all kinds of berries, fruits, and vegetables. But strawberries are always special because they are the first sign of summer. There are hundreds of ways to enjoy this fruit. The taste of fresh strawberries is unbeatable. So enjoy this versatile fruit however you like, as long as you simply enjoy them. Get your pens ready for chilled strawberry soup. Five cups fresh strawberries, two cups water, two-thirds cup sugar, two tablespoons quick-cooking tapioca, one cup yogurt, Plain or strawberry flavored. Clean and hull strawberries. Save a few for garnish. Puree in a blender or food processor until smooth. Place the puree in a large saucepan with water, sugar, and tapioca and cook over medium heat until the mixture thickens about five to six minutes. Cool slightly and whisk in yogurt. Refrigerate until thoroughly chilled. Place a whole strawberry in each bowl or cup to garnish. A 10-ounce package of frozen berries thawed may be substituted for the fresh strawberries. Try it. It's Ukrainian. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nash Holos
0: Audio Archives.
3: Злі небо край, ждеть ще намила. чуть понад сонним містом, крила лебедів вірне. Three hundred and sixty, I'll за the
0: And that was Oles Berdyk, um Ukrainian dissident, poet, singer, songwriter. And uh, that was one of his songs called Vichna Taina, uh, Kletchenas, Eternal Memory Calls Us. You're listening to Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. Tadas Kulish is the International Relations Officer at Hope Worldwide Canada. He's been a regular guest on our show, keeping us updated on the work of his outstanding organization. Tadas and his team at Hope Worldwide Canada have been working with their counterparts in Ukraine to help internally displaced war refugees there to deal with post-traumatic stress disorder brought on by being driven from their homes, usually brutally, by Russian-backed terrorists attacking eastern Ukraine for the past three years. Tadas recently returned from monitoring trip to Ukraine for Hope Worldwide Canada, and he joins us now by telephone from his home in Toronto to tell us what all transpired on that trip. Tadas, welcome again to Nashola Svitayu.
4: Oh, thank you very much. Uh, It's uh, great to be here again, but it does feel like it's been a long time since we've chatted over the radio with uh, your listeners, uh, Paulina.
0: It has been, actually, yeah. I think it was... um, maybe earlier this year, uh, maybe January uh, or even last year. So welcome back. It's good to have you back and just great to have you updating us um, on what's going on because the mainstream media doesn't tell us what's going on and there's a lot of disinformation out there. Uh, Putin seems to be winning the propaganda war again. So it's great to have you on. And uh, you've recently come back from Ukraine. You said this was your first trip. Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah, it was a- actually um uh, some people find it hard to believe because <laughs> I've been uh, uh working uh on this project for um you know over uh, two years and uh you know two and a half years and and all of this time coordinating everything from uh, yeah. you know behind my desk mm-hmm. uh, phone fax well not fax so much yeah. anymore but Skype
5: yeah.
4: uh, and everything from um uh you know from Toronto uh, and uh, so we we uh, we were able to do uh, you know a monitoring trip uh, for the first time um, uh, just this June.
0: So tell me then um, when you got you know when when you were there when you got back and uh, and how how it all went.
4: Well, um, sure no, I'd be happy to. Uh, you know when when you're dealing with. Um, with uh, charitable work and uh, you know supplying uh, uh, you know funds for a program. Uh, in uh, in a foreign country, and in this case, Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, you have to be very careful. Uh, you know that as a Canadian organization, that you maintain control, that you um, at every step of the way uh, you get um, you know budget proposals and and uh, and you know uh, narrative proposals. So you're, you you got a, a really good idea of what exactly you're spending your money on, and then when the money gets spent, you know you have to get all those uh, receipts. And, and photos to show that the you know that uh, the money was spent in the right places um but in addition to that it's important uh for the for a Canadian charity um in my view to um to go on site and to, uh, to to monitor, to meet the people, to meet the mm-hmm. the clients, if mm-hmm. you will, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's um, that's what we did. That's what Hope Worldwide did. Uh, because I have been, you know, so intrinsically involved in this, they sent me over there and i was able to meet uh, you know our country di- director vladimir yermakov uh, who is based in kyiv uh, i was able to meet as well uh, the, the the project manager and uh, media relations officer oksana uh, who is based in ivano-frankivsk i was able to meet uh, as well the 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 psychological uh, uh, therapy team, uh, mm-hmm. who, which are based in, uh, in Kyiv. So, uh, Sukova was, uh, was, was our lead psychologist and, um, and, you know, another, uh, people who are team members and, and in Ukraine, uh, they are, um, you know, they're, they're paid, uh, workers paid, uh, uh paid part of the, uh, of the team mm-hmm. in Canada. We're all volunteers.
0: Okay, um, so explain a little bit uh, for listeners who maybe have not are not familiar with HOPE Worldwide Canada tuning in for the first time. Uh, this is a worldwide organization, and you're, uh, there's a Canadian branch, and there's a branch in Ukraine, so you're working together, correct?
4: Um, yeah, that's correct. So HOPE Worldwide is a, uh, an NGO that was uh, founded, um, uh, I think, in about 1990 in the United States. Uh, It's been uh, recognized by the United Nations, and so it has special consultative status with the United Nations, Mm. and uh, we have um, affiliates, uh, branches throughout the world, and that's one of our strengths, because we have um, affiliates in, let's say, first world nations, uh, such as Canada, the United States, Switzerland, Germany, uh, France, the U.K., uh to you know to name mm-hmm. uh, some good examples mm-hmm. and then we also have um, affiliates branches in other uh you know developing nations or nations where um, assistance uh you know can be uh, can be required from time to time they run local programs as well, but sometimes they need uh, they need help. So mm-hmm. uh, I've gained my international experience, for instance, helping um, in Haiti after the earthquake, or the Philippines after uh, typhoons, uh, Bangladesh after flooding, um, uh, Ivory Coast after the civil war. Mm-hmm. There's there's many more countries that mm-hmm. I've that I've helped out with, um, but those are some good examples. And uh, by ha- by by having helped out. With those countries, it it gave me the um, the mm-hmm. understanding of needs. Sure. Uh, Hope Worldwide's niche is uh, is children's programs, especially okay. because uh, oftentimes in a disaster or a, or a war situation, children are um, uh, under serviced, mm-hmm. and so that is uh, that is our niche. And we work in the United States, for instance, with uh, very closely with the Red Cross. And uh, and as well, we'll work with uh, Red Cross or Rotary in, in uh, uh, internationally. That's- and and so you know, in terms of uh, you know Ukraine, uh, there had been a whole worldwide Ukraine uh, existing for the past uh, ten years, and they were running programs in. Uh, uh... orphanages and with senior homes mm-hmm. and uh... doing those kind of programs and then when the situation uh... came along in eastern ukraine and in uh, crimea as well um, there was a uh... and a great need for humanitarian assistance uh... and so the uh, the u.s uh, headquarters um, you know provided some uh, some seed money for humanitarian assistance and they were you know providing the typical type of assistance you know food mm-hmm. uh clothing uh perhaps uh you know food clothing water and and that sort of thing um, and so then uh, i contacted um vladimir uh in march 2015 and uh Uh, asked him whether he was uh, whether he had a specific program to meet the psychosocial needs of children because I knew that this was something that uh, was was a strength of Hope Worldwide in other countries, mm-hmm. and that was needed. Uh, and so he, he told me that, of course, they were doing humanitarian assistance, but not specifically this kind of a program. So they looked into this and, um, and developed a, a PTSD therapy program. Uh, of course, in conjunction with some of the major players in Ukraine, such as uh, Ukrainian Catholic University uh, and even, you know, Canada-Ukraine Foundation, who mm-hmm. uh, who had uh, done the translation for the children and war therapy manual uh, into, into Ukrainian. So we're working with the, um, you know, with the major uh, players mm-hmm. and uh, our niche, is that we go into the uh, number one we go into the uh, the IDP camps, the mm-hmm. internally displaced people camps mm-hmm. of which there's you know about eight or nine major camps around um, uh, you know the country mm-hmm. um, outside of the uh, the red zone and now because of uh, the work that we've been doing we've been in two thousand and seventeen we've been able to attract Uh, the attention of a uh, private Canadian foundation. Uh, So they are not, uh, interestingly enough, they're not in the Ukrainian community. Hmm. Uh, And they gave us a uh, a sizable grant Uh, to Mm -hmm. continue our work for 2017 and they've Mm -hmm. advised us that it should continue uh, year on year for the next few years
5: Mm -hmm. uh,
4: because we do foresee, you know, the need continuing on. And so as a result of this um, grant... We've been able to continue with the the training of trainers, which is the one major component, mm-hmm. the providing therapy to children, but we've, we've now been able to expand it and provide uh, rehabilitation and recuperation camps. And uh, so what that means uh, is that uh, we will take... Um, for instance, when I went to uh to Ukraine, I visited one of these camps for children just outside of Kyiv. so they took about twenty five children who were living in uh in a town called Marinka, which is in the so called red zone yes. so it's it's the zone where at night they are uh, subject to shelling exactly yeah. Yeah. and um and these kids go to school in mm-hmm. in this environment. I saw, uh, of course, I didn't visit that zone, but I saw photos uh, because uh, we we did a training over there, a two month uh, training program, and I saw in the school where the where the children were on the inside of the windows. The windows are covered. You know, two thirds up with um, uh, sandbags mm. to prevent, obviously, you know, shrapnel or glass shards mm. from uh, from coming in and injuring the uh, the children. Mm. Uh, so this is the environment that they're that they're living in, uh, and you know, we could describe it in much more graphic detail. I mean, uh, uh, children having their 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 parents killed injured uh, sometimes having to go to school or come back from school um you know on their stomachs uh, on hands and knees because of they have to avoid bullets snipers bullets and and these are not funny stories so we took mm-hmm. these children who we had previously given a, a two-month therapy course to, and we took them to a the recovery and rehabilitation camp. So that gave them nearly four weeks in a camp outside of Kayuf, uh, with peace and quiet. They needed lots of rest, mm-hmm. lots of sleep. Sure but we also gave them, you know, daily activity and trips. You know, they they went to uh, bowling. They went mm-hmm. to, you know, like a, a discotheque, you know, for mm-hmm. like, you know, to have a children's dance party. Oh. Uh, they um, uh, they went on tours of uh, of Kayouf to see the different uh, sites, to even see the Holodomor Memorial. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, so and, and as well, every day they had training and therapy. Uh, so I, I, I met on several occasions with the children who are just just lovely. You know, the, I, it was very emotional for me to, to see these kids, uh, you know, having worked from afar with them or for them for the past 2 years but then to see them you know right there and have them mm-hmm. hug me and uh was just very emotional and also to think mm-hmm. even of um, you know my own father uh he was um you know 14 15 when he was uh, taken in the middle of the war by the uh, by the Germans to uh with with my aunt to work uh, in Germany and Austria as slave labor <gasps> so you know when i when I see these uh, uh, children, mm-hmm. you know, I also think of uh, you know why I'm why I'm doing this, and, and my father is one of those reasons.
0: Wow, we're speaking with Taras Kulish of Hope Worldwide Canada in Toronto, and you're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Taras, um, that sounds like it was. Um, Real, bit of an eye opener for you, but it sounds like it was a very touching, heart-rending experience for you.
4: Oh, it, it it definitely was, and uh, you know, it gives you the uh, the inspiration to um, uh, you know to keep on uh, to keep on working uh, perhaps even you know more strongly and and of course, we all do this as uh, you know as as volunteers. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know the 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 interesting thing or the good thing is is that the um things are are spreading out uh, in Canada. so um you know, to give a plug for something that's happening this weekend, mm-hmm. there's the capital Ukrainian festival in Ottawa. All right, which uh, is going to be a huge. Uh, Ukrainian Festival, because it's also in conjunction with Canada 150. All right. And, uh, you know, I was in uh, in Ottawa over, uh, over the July 1st uh, long weekend, so it was a tremendous time, and I think uh, unfortunately I'm not going to be able to be there at the festival, but we have some great uh, volunteers in Ottawa uh, who are going to be manning the uh, the Hope Worldwide Canada table in support of the Helping Hand for Ukraine project. So, if you're in Ottawa or if you know anyone in Ottawa, then uh, tell them to um, look out for the uh, mm-hmm. for the Hope Worldwide Canada table and and come and see and say hello to uh, to Natalia. Who will be uh, um, the uh, sort of our our lead person at the table?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like it'll be a a great festival and a good good way to good time to um, to uh, contact, get in touch with Hope Worldwide, and find out something uh, more about you and how you how people can help. Will you be at other locations, other festivals across the country?
4: at this time, no. Uh, we, you know, we're we're certainly open to to that um, to that possibility. The you know the Capital Festival uh, presented itself as a great opportunity. Um, you know, Montreal is another uh, location where um, where we uh, where we uh, have our eyes on. You know, to uh, to keep spreading the word and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know getting the word out about uh, um, about the work that we're doing and the need for it. I think the the capital Ukrainian festival is a great opportunity because, um, you know, from what I understand, there's a, it's not just Ukrainian Canadians who go there. It's a big event in Ottawa, and so a lot of people in Ottawa go. And so, I think a lot of um, people mm-hmm. are going to start to, uh, you know, be aware of Ukrainian culture, uh, and also, um, you know, different issues that uh, Ukrainian Canadians uh, and Ukrainians are faced with. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Hope worldwide wide table is uh, is part of that. We're uh, a non-political organization, uh, but uh, you know, it's uh, the most important thing is that we're we're helping people be aware that there's an ongoing conflict. It's by no means um, uh, died down. Uh, there are there are people and and families who are being affected every day, uh, every week. People are dying. People are getting injured, and uh, you know, one of the one of the lovely. Young ladies that I met uh, while I was in Kiev, um, you know, she was she was so you know loving and, and hugging me and all this. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I found out afterwards that she had lost one of her parents, and oh. so there was a lot of emotional issues that were difficult for her oh, yeah. to to discuss. But um, you know through Through the therapy and training that uh, that we give it it helps these kids uh, you know to get over their nightmares mm-hmm. to get over their anxiety to help them to be able to uh, to sleep better and yes we do they do return back to you know the red zone afterwards because that's where their parents are living and uh, mm-hmm. and so in some respect uh, you know people say might say well. That's kind of difficult. You're sending them back. Well, yes, that's, that's where their parents are. Let's well, that's that's for them, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. And and you need people to you know to continue to live in yes. in uh, this environment. But we're hopefully we've given them uh, we've given them some hope. We've given them some tools. But we've also just by um, taking care of the children, uh, we've given the parents you know some some uh, rest as well even though they've still been there they haven't had to worry about their children and they knew that they were in good hands
0: oh yeah and they can think about themselves a little bit too because i mean constant stress that they're constantly under yes yeah yeah
4: no 100% it is a constant stress we, um, you know, we really have uh, no, uh, no idea about that mm-hmm. uh, because, we, you know, we, even when I went, you know, to Ukraine, I mean, I wasn't in a conflict zone. Uh, I did receive um, uh, as a gift, uh, a, um, you know, a, a couple of souvenirs. One, the uh, Vladimir, the, my friend and country mm-hmm. director, he gave me a beautiful vishivanka. Aww. from the Lviv uh, region so that was made in Ukraine
0: so a nice embroidered shirt very nice Aww.
4: yes uh, but he also gave me another souvenir that was um, made in Russia and it was a, uh, a piece of uh, of ordnance of uh, of a bomb Ooh. that had exploded and and when you hold in your hands, you know a a a piece of a, a shard of metal like that, and you think about that you know flying at somebody at, a, at, a, mm-hmm. at an incredible velocity and the damage because a small piece even has a considerable weight oh, yeah. and um, you know i I gave a, a talk to a group in in Ottawa a few weeks ago and in that group were, uh, uh was in particular a, a medical doctor, and when he Held that shard in his hand uh, and gave it back to me. He looked at me, and he's and, and the expression in his eyes sort of said it all. Like as a, as an emergency uh, physician, you know, an ER room physician mm-hmm. in Canada, seeing that and thinking of what that could, what the damage that could do, um, you know, it it it's uh, it's quite significant when you think of it. So um, having uh, you know a kind of a memento like that brings home the seriousness and the gravity of the situation.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of us forget about that because we're here in our comfortable homes and, um, you know, watching TV or, or, you know, on our cell phones, on, on social media and seeing, you know, political arguments about things that are not life-threatening by any means. And, you know, these people live in that. I mean, kids going going to school on their bellies and hands and knees uh, to escape those being hit by one of those shards that you got as a gift from Russia— Mm. And, yeah, those are, that is the nice gift that they Ukraine, all of Ukraine is getting. And, <laughs> Unfortunately. You know, yeah, and, uh, and, and, and that's not being talked about here in, you know, in this part of the world. So the work that you're doing is so significant to us. Thank you so much for telling us about it. I know you have much more that, that you could tell, um, a, a, about it, but you have a website where you've got information, I presume, if people want more information. Can,
4: uh, Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, People can go to hopewwc.org and uh, they will be able to see uh, our Canadian site and uh, you can also you can also Google um, Hope Worldwide Ukraine, and you'll be able to get directly onto the Ukrainian site. If you wanted to donate, then it's of course best to do that through the Canadian site because mm-hmm. then you'll get a Canadian tax uh, donation okay. um, uh, tax receipt uh, for you know for your income taxes. If uh, if you you may have American listeners, um, and they can uh, they would be able to donate through the uh, through the American site to get a receipt for uh, for their taxes and uh you know just make sure that you put uh, um you know you put a mention that it's for uh for helping hand uh for the ukrainian program Okay. and uh, and it'll the donation will get there and and we are working uh, right now with um, some uh, some significant donations from Switzerland uh, because we had a group of people in Switzerland who became aware of the program and they've raised enough money for for four cities, uh, for therapy and training for for four cities. And uh, this week we also just received, uh, and a big shout out to the Ukrainian Credit Union, we received a donation from Ukrainian Credit Union. And so that is going to, uh, that donation will uh, fund part of the training and therapy for Odessa. Okay. The Ukrainian Credit Union in the previous year uh, funded uh, funded uh, the the program for Odessa, and so we're putting their money again back into the same community.
5: Excellent.
4: And uh, these things have to be uh, they have to be ongoing. So the the for good sure. thing I think about our program is that uh, we have uh, local Ukrainian uh, trained uh, psychologists and mm-hmm. uh, and therapists. Uh, you know, art therapists and social workers who are living in uh, Ukraine, and then they train local people who speak the language uh, and who who carry out the methods and the training. And so, you know, the only time in the past two years that we've sent somebody from Canada is just this past June, which was myself, Mm. in order to... uh, you know, to do the verification and to meet the team mm-hmm. and also further the uh, the cause, so to speak, because I met with, um, you know, the PTSD therapy heads uh, mm-hmm. from Ukrainian Catholic University and from Kiev uh, Mohyla Academy. Uh, and so while I'm there, I'm not just uh, visiting what is going on, but I'm also making bridges and, uh, and solidifying connections that are already there. mm
0: mm-hmm well good work that has to be done and amazing uh what you could do with uh, with modern technology um you know two years of all that work before you actually met these people face to face so so that was that's fantastic and again if anybody's uh listening to uh, to um this interview and being inspired would like to get involved um you can make a donation um volunteers on this part of the country still you haven't got things set up but maybe that's coming
4: uh, yeah, and if somebody from your part of the country uh, wants to get involved, then by all means, we can connect them with, uh, with the local Hope Worldwide branch in, uh, in Vancouver. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you have ideas for, um, you know, for, let's say, a fundraising or a benefit uh, concert, then uh, we can certainly help uh, out with that. Okay. Uh, so so we're you know it's all about it's all about partners mm-hmm. and uh, we are actively working you know with um, with the, with Kuk, with uh, with the Canadian Ukrainian Congress um, to uh, to work with the Canadian government and try to bring um, uh, Canadian government funding uh, to Ukraine for the for a, a number of PTSD therapy programs not just ours mm-hmm. uh, but there's a a few other uh, programs with different niches in the Canadian Ukrainian community that are that are focused um, in Ukraine. So we are, you know we're actively trying to work with um, with all kinds of partners and people.
0: Well, good luck to you um, on that, Taras. and again, thank you for this wonderful work that you're doing. Um, again, uh, the website to for where people can connect with you would be,
4: is hopewwc.org, okay. and, uh, and then my email if people want to get in touch with me is taras.kulish, K-U-L-I-S-H, at uh, hopewwcanada.org. Uh,
0: Okay, wonderful. Well, thank and you. And they can connect
4: with me on Facebook if they oh, right. if they uh, if they look me up. You're on. You're connected with me on Facebook, Paulina. Right. Yeah. So they can connect with you. They mm-hmm. can connect with me and uh, get in touch. Send a message. It's so easy to get in touch in this day and age.
0: Yeah, it sure is. And uh, so bless your heart for doing all this wonderful work. And um, you know, um, best wishes to all your whole team here in Canada and Ukraine, and uh, in fact, the whole organization. It's. Uh, Uh, around the world. It's just a fantastic um, NGO and um, hopefully you'll get more help and maybe this war will end soon.
4: Well, we can only pray about that, but thank you very much for continuing, you know, at Nasholos to have us on and to give us, you know, a voice and to give the children of Ukraine a voice.
0: Well, my pleasure. Thank you so much, uh, Taras, again, and uh, hopefully we'll be speaking with you again soon, uh, get more of an update, uh, keep up the fantastic work, and all the best.
4: My pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Taras Kulish uh, with Hope Worldwide Canada in Toronto. Um, and you can find out more information about Hope Worldwide at hopewwc.org. And that is uh, the Canadian branch that Tedas works with. And uh, if you want to find out more about the Ukrainian branch, uh, there is an uh, English translated site at ua. And of course, you can also just go to the uh, to Facebook to the Nosh Hollis page, and uh, you'll find out information there as well. I'm sharing Taras's um, posts every now and again, so you'll be able to connect that way. Again, Taras Kulish with Hope Worldwide Canada. Uh, thank you so much. This is Radio Peredachi Nasholos Radio Ukrainian Hokurinian on Radio Station CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host Pavlina. You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host Pavlina. Coming up next is a song by. Mirko Savchin from Ukraine, and uh, this is a song, a letter from the ATO zone, also the red zone, as Taras mentioned, the war zone in Ukraine, where all the shelling and uh, killing is going on. Temnaya Nich, Dark Night. <laughs>
6: Тільки гради свистять далині без зупинок і без вихідних лупить арта скажена. В цей пізній час ти кохано в Фейсбуці сидиш, видивляєшся вістки за Молиш Бога за мене Курва війна Розлучила з тобою мене Але вона Неодмінно колись Скінчиться Знаю тоді Знову ми, як колись заживемо, віра в це надихає мене і загарбником биться, нечисть повзе, вже осілася міцно в Криму, Пошматовано рідний донець. Белу душах стражденных. Так я колысь миди дуня фашистив смолив, так і я за поребрик сжегну оккупантив мерзенных. Холоды сны. Прути окопів у нігті проріз. І лишу у сні все ошатно і променисто. Хоч би намить доторкнутись до тебе з дітьми, Обійняти стареньких батьків, Прогулятись по місту Вже багатьох Не побачиш У нашим строю Тіло в землі Але пам'ять Про них Не тлінна Низько вклонись Всім загиблим в нерівніму бою, всім, хто душу і тіло поклав за твою Україну.
0: Jewish Heritage is a bi weekly series sponsored by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, featuring stories of Ukrainians and Jews working together in solidarity and harmony to restore and strengthen centuries old bonds and affinities nearly destroyed by hostile outside forces in the bloody 20th century and even today. Tune in next week for another episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter here on Nash Ukrainian Roots Radio. Ukraine, <laughs> called Darmo. I'm not sure where exactly in Ukraine they're from, but they will be in Dauphin uh, in a couple of weeks' time at uh, Canada's National Ukrainian Festival taking place August 4th to 6th in Dauphin, Manitoba, and uh, they will be one of the grandstand performing groups, and that was um, a medley of traditional Ukrainian folk songs, you get kind of the idea of Of um, what uh, they'll be sounding like. And uh, there'll be many other fantastic groups. Another group from Ukraine will be Teak, and um, also there'll be Sluhai from Winnipeg, Timbita, and Step from Edmonton, Zeischli Band from from Saskatchewan, and uh, many others. Uh, If you missed last week's show, uh, we had an interview with the president of Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, and she gave us uh, the lineup of uh, what's going on there. You can also visit their website cnuf.ca to find out more and follow their Facebook page as well. Follow Nashola's uh, Facebook page and we'll be sharing information uh, about Dauphin, uh, the festival there as well. They are a kind sponsor of this program. So make sure that if you're looking for a festival uh, to attend that you take that one in because it's always a great time. Um, Lots of evening parties, Zabavas, lots of great food, uh, demonstrations, uh, Ukrainian Heritage Village, find out uh, about your roots, all kinds of great stuff going on. Again, Canada's National Ukrainian Festival for 2017, August 4th to 6th in Dauphin, Manitoba, for information www.cnuf.ca If you have been radio Radio I'll you the microphone listen to Oksana is Nikola and our proverb of the week translates as it never hurts to seek advice. Well that just about wraps it up to for this hour and we've got one last toe tapper for you by the Ukrainian Old Timers, who I'm sure you'll see in Dauphin as well, uh, and to the classic who stole the Kishka. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour, and it'll be a lazy summer show for you, so don't miss it. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. till 12 noon, and until then, do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. And make sure to visit the Holos website where you can get links to the podcast, to our blog, and other information about the show. And that's www.nashholos.com. So stay tuned next for the Nash Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal And at 2 p.m., join our own Gord Bibby for two hours of Groovin' with BBG. I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. Do <laughs>
7: Som a calla o pão tu queijo, to pão a calla pro, o a I'm someone was me